Hey, I think we have some new Final Four contenders in the Big 12. Some teams you might not even think about. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12, Locked On Baylor crossover. Thanks for making our shows your first listen every single day. Drake Toll alongside you. Cameron Stewart from Locked On Baylor as well. Um, Cam, who is the best basketball team it, after after last night? What we've seen this week, who is the? And I'm going to ask you to do the stupid thing where I ask you a question and then have like a, a, a back end of the question. Who is the best Big 12 basketball team with the knowledge that Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, BYU, and TCU all sit above 500. It's got to be out of those seven teams. Who's though balloons, though 10 teams could make March Madness. Who is the best? I said this last time. Okay. And I'm sticking with it for now. Okay. I'm saying it's the Houston Cougars. Ooh. But if you ask me on February 25th, Mm -hmm. I might just say the Baylor Bears. Shut if up. they can, if they can take care of their business, Baylor, that's and how they you can, do this. And they can beat, you know, West Virginia on the road. I know they've they've tripped up some teams, but that should be a win. BYU on the road is like one that I'm just impossible, seeing, nauseous looking at. Yeah. Um, and then on February 24th, if they can win in LJ Cryer's homecoming to Waco, then they are the best for me. But that's a lot to say, right? So right now, the best team is Houston. According to Shot (laughs) which I use for all of my analytics, Houston is number two in the country right behind Arizona. Uh, Purdue is number three. And at number four is the team that I think is the best team in the Big 12. And it is Iowa State. That's I I believe that Iowa State has the most the most withstanding roster. Like th- this is, this is the group team and Lipsy being, being the leader of that. The defense, TJ Otzelberger, they've shown they can do it on the road. That went against Cincinnati. They've shown they can do it at home. They sit at 19 and five overall. They're a sneak, their top 10 team. Like if I tell the, the average big 12 viewer, like, Hey, what's Iowa state ranked? You'd be like, uh, eh, 21. No, they're a top 10 21. team right now uh, with a coach that nobody really knew exactly how he would fit in there. Nobody was over the moon that TJ Otzelberger had the job in Ames. And they feel like they are so built for March. Uh, I, I They've had some crappers. Losses at Oklahoma, at BYU that weren't competitive. They barely lost to Baylor in Waco. But overall, their body of work, the way they have thrashed teams at home, the way they've thrashed teams uh, uh, like like TCU on the road for a large portion of that game. Yeah. It was a blowout until TCU yeah. came back at the very end late. I always say it's done it at home. They've done it on the road. They did it fairly well ish in the non-conference. A couple of, I think it was like Texas A&M they lost to, and maybe a Virginia, Virginia tech who, whoever it was, are not very good. But now I think Virginia, they're ranked. Yeah. I think Iowa state has set itself apart in this conference. But before we even dig too far into, we've, we've mentioned Houston, Baylor, and Iowa state. Where's Kansas here? We got Kansas fans throwing stuff right now. This uh, you mentioned, is it just not, is it not your, your mom and pop's big big, big bill self team? Uh, I I mean, yes, it is. That doesn't mean they're not good, but it's not a vintage 
Bill Self team. And it's not the team that we nor Kansas fans were expecting as preseason number one and bringing in Hunter Dickinson. Like this was this kind of inconsistency is not what they what they thought was coming. Right. And I, I just think when, when I think about the Big 12 and the top of the Big 12, because all these teams are so good and, and well-rounded. I look more at the vulnerabilities rather than the strengths. And I think Kansas's vulnerabilities are just more vulnerable than some, than some other teams. And part of it, while unfair is the status of Kevin McCullough. I know they're pretty uh, optimistic that he's going to be in at the weekend. So we'll see, but to take your leading scorer out of there has been a big hit for them. I mean, they, they could well have lost that game on Saturday against Bayward. They didn't, but then they lose by 30 to tech and the, the inability to win on the road is, is frightening. Uh, Again, you don't have to do that in the NCAA tournament. Sure. But that could cost you a couple seeds. If you keep losing on the road in the big 12, which is not an easy place and no place is an easy place to play in this conference. Um, So yeah, it's just, I look at them and I don't see a great defensive team that um, they do move the ball really well, but um, you know, you just saw a flat offensive team the other night against, against tech where I think there was 17 turnovers in that entire game. Uh, they had either eight or nine, um, but yeah. they, they didn't throw the ball all over the place and they still couldn't score. And that's that's a, a bit frightening to me. We saw uh, in the game Saturday, even in a win, Hunter Dickinson went way quiet for a ton of that game against Baylor. So uh, it's just it's inconsistency, whether it's from game to game or from half to half. They are having a lot of trouble putting a really good 40 minutes together, but they did it against Houston. So we have seen the blueprint. Tech is two and four on the road. BYU is two and four on the road. Kansas it's is not two easy, and five. man. That's part of why those teams are not at the forefront of this conversation right now. Uh, just the not the inability Baylor to win on the road, but the road. they haven't. Yeah, Baylor's two and three, which mm-hmm. is a game better than two and four. Uh, but Houston and Iowa State seem to have set themselves above. Do you think, though, given that I've seen Houston play in a Final Four before and they got shellacked by Baylor? I remember that. Uh, do you think Houston, I, I'm narrowing it down to those two, Houston and Baylor, that are the most susceptible to an early exit in March? Do you think it's it's another team that, that isn't them? Or or is it one of those two? Uh, yeah, because I've seen, I think we've seen how combustible Baylor can be early in the Big 12 schedule. Um, but I, I'd, I'd put Iowa State in there. Okay. Because of last year, yeah, and and and, and right, and I, and that's not me saying, hey, they're going to lose in the first round. Kansas but. didn't make it out of the first weekend last year. I Kansas lost to Arkansas in the round of thirty-two. But like you remember, you remember that year Baylor won it all when they won the national championship. Remember that? I think I do. Um, yeah. Kansas lost to USC in the tournament by like thirty points, and wow. th- that team. That was a COVID the year. Season, right, right. Throughout the season, that team reminds me of this Kansas team that we're watching right now. Like an uh, Evan Mobley USC? That. It must have been, yeah. Was yeah. it one of those Mobleys that was just hanging around? Yeah. I don't think USC is going to beat them in the in the tournament this year, though. I'll give mm-hmm. them that. USC yeah. is terrible. But that's, yeah. for, that's for the locked-on Big Ten guys. Is that LeBron James Jr.'s team? It, it, oh, sorry. Bronny? Yeah. Do you remember that tweet, by the way, of it's like, so good. who'd that be? <laughs> he changed his number. Heck so LeBron James Jr. 
Hey, yo, who that? <laughs> who that be? Just so he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want to like be. Dad. You, yeah, doesn't want to be in the be shadow associated of his with dad. his father. <laughs> um, that's great. That's Cameron Stewart. This is Drake Toll. Let's talk basketball for the rest of our lives on a Locked On Big 12, Locked On Baylor crossover. Today's show is brought to all of you kind folks by Game Time. Game Time is where I go when I get bored and want to go to a game. Like, oh, I, I feel like it's Game Time. I check my watch. It says Game Time. And I go and I go for cheap because Game Time gets me tickets for cheap. You can find the best deals. Last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. Easy to find and buy tickets for every event in your area. View the seat in the venue. What will you be seeing? See it on your phone first. Event cancellation protection, job loss protection, lowest prices guaranteed at Game Time. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love the fact you can see the view from your seat. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Two taps, which is a lot, by the way. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, the place to find last-minute seats is Game Time. Right now, use code VEGAS100 to get $100 off a big game. All Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. All right, Cam, let's talk about... Iowa State of all teams. I, I know some, I, 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 you're the Baylor guy here, right? So some Baylor fans yeah. go, why are we talking Iowa State? I think that it's Baylor, Kansas, Houston, and Iowa State in the conversation for the best team in the Big 12. And when I think about Iowa State, I, I think a national title contender. As someone who covers this league and, a, and an individual team in this league, do you think Iowa State scares you more on a neutral court than anyone else? Or even in a tournament format, how does Iowa State strike you? Honestly, they they strike my fancy quite well, Drake. Oh. When I did the the preview of that game a few weeks ago, uh, Baylor and Iowa State, I don't think I've had a more complimentary preview of a team. I, I was saying this this team is built for the NCAA tournament and for a final four run for the same reason that you and I like, and most people like Houston at the top of this conference is why we like Iowa state. I mean, they're very similar teams and, and the ones that we have seen very successful out of this conference in the NCAA tournament, we see knockdown drag out defense teams that could rebound the heck out of it and have good guard play. And that is all like big, big checks for Iowa State. And they've got some shooters, too, which, you know, not every team in this conference has. So uh, that's what I look that, that's what I look at. I'm, I'm a big Lipsy fan. I, I really am. Um, I think he's one of the best young guards in the country. And the the way he can create even when he's not having a, a great night from from the floor is something that I think makes Iowa state really dangerous, but like you're talking about, we'll, we'll wax poetic about how great this Houston defense is as we should, but like Iowa state is right there defensively right there, like scary team to play against. According to what do you know? The, the site that I use the analytics site that I always talk about. Come on. Yeah. Well, do you know mm-hmm. But uh, one? I know, one? I know it so well that I won't yeah. even insult you by, by answering it. You'll hear it and you'll shot quality. I use shot quality for your big SQ every, guy. You always have been every analytic that I, that I could possibly get my hands on. And the number 
four team in the country in shot quality overall is Iowa State. They check every box analytically, not just the eye test, which I think they pass with flying colors. Mm-hmm. They are this to me the scariest team in the Big Twelve. They just beat the. I say they beat the crap out of Cincinnati. They control the game. Which let's 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 go there before I even go Arms to the shot quality dang. numbers. Before I even go there, Cincinnati's not a pushover like we thought they could be. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, what uh, I think I said this on the show before, but what uh, my biggest compliment to Cincinnati this year doesn't sound like a compliment, but I promise it is. They bring teams down to their level better than almost anyone in this conference. Like they know they don't have the talent of pretty much any of these teams. And yet there are long stretches when you're playing them where you're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're, we're playing Cincinnati's game and that's how they can beat us. So every game we see that from them, not an easy team. With that said, if I told you you're welcome. that Iowa state went to Cincinnati and that Iowa state gave up, 17 free throws. I'm going to say gave up that Iowa state shot 27% from three themselves. They allowed Cincinnati to shoot 39% from three. They got out rebounded. Iowa state out rebounded 38 to 24. You'd think that's not good. That's probably not good. No on the road. Yeah. However, since he is, held to 19 of 50 shooting. That is 38%. That's easy. Yeah, that's an easy one. 25 turnovers for the Bearcats as well. And Iowa State leads points in the paint 36 to 14. It's not It's not like an outlier, like, oh, you know, like Cincinnati just had a bad game. No, Iowa State does that off night for everybody when you play Iowa State. And according Nothing. to shot quality, number four in the country overall for Iowa State and defensively number one in the nation. They're the number one team in the country. And Houston fans are screaming right now. They're just punching air. Yeah. Uh, but That's this is mean. An, right there. This analytics site is trusted by college and NBA teams across the, the, the world because of how good it is. And they love the Iowa State Cyclones. Here is my only pressing question. My Really, maybe my only pressing question right now. Last year, they didn't last in March. They lost in round one. They didn't make it out of the round of 64. I don't know. I don't know how I can trust them this year then. Yeah. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, brother. I understand. Um, and that's, I, what, I don't know how I, can I mean, trust this them is a tournament format, right? This is such like a bailout cop out answer, but like, and you kind of hinted at it right there. It's one game. Like, if they just get a tough matchup, you know, there are some teams where you're like, that has to be a final four team. Like, they just have too much talent. Um, and I, I don't remind know, you, Iowa State's one they of those, played but, Pitt and scored 41 yeah. points. Like, it couldn't yeah, have been worse. It was, it was, it was bad. Um, and that could happen where they just they can't hit the broadside of a barn and you get blitzed early and, and you don't really have have it built to come back. But uh, I see it so much in this conference, man. And, and, you know, I'm not the most analytical out there, but they blitz the hell out of ball screens. You, you can't run it on them. And so many teams in this conference, especially revolve their offense around that. Um and so I think if Iowa State brings out the intensity that they that they should be able to, it's really tough to beat them on the first time you're playing them. Like really tough. And so yeah, I mean the the, the bailout answer is that just 
one game, anything can happen. Rob Jones gets in foul trouble. Uh, you know, Lipsy's, you know, got a banged up knee or something. Like it, it, it is that kind of tournament. That's what makes it the best. But for me, I, I, there are days where I see Iowa State as more of a Final Four contender than I see Kansas. Yeah. He said it. He said yeah. it. We were all thinking it. We yeah, like thinking Kansas it. obviously has the better top-end talent, but uh, this is not a vintage Bill Self Kansas team. Iowa State's I, more physical. Iowa State's yeah, more physical. Yeah, I think they Iowa State's more consistent. Scrappy, Big East, inner-city basketball. Uh, and I know this which, is ironic or coincidental that I'm saying it as a Baylor fan after Kansas just beat Baylor, but then they go and mm-hmm. lose by 30 on the road. They can't play on the road right now, man. Nope. One in five. Which you don't have to do in the tournament. So kudos to you guys. Coming up, let's talk more basketball and Locked On Big 12, Locked On Baylor, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by the way that I make money, and that is at FanDuel. I'm telling you, I go to FanDuel. It's like an ATM. I say, hey, Mr. ATM, boop, 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 boop. Here's the pick that I want. And when the pick hits, I get money. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You just go and you say, hey, happy Valentine's Day. I want to put this on this, on that. And it works. It's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on your favorite NBA players, too. Quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to shoot your shot. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn at a chance for $150 in free play if your bet wins. FanDuel, official sports partner of the NBA. Once again, happy Wednesday, everybody. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart here, Locked On Big 12 and Locked On Baylor. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day, as always. Uh, Cam, the Baylor Bears are, como se dice, good at the basketball thing. I Here's my take. Here's my take. This is my thesis here. Baylor is now a Final Four caliber team. After that Auburn game to open the year, we thought that might be the case for the squad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then there was like, a, oh, they got killed by Michigan State and the Duke game wasn't pretty. Then some of these Big 12 games have not been great. But now, despite a loss against Kansas, where I don't believe in moral victories, but you got a couple. And now this win against Oklahoma, which was dominant. I think I like the Baylor Bear. I do. I do, too, Drake. And last night's game was the first time that I was like, they have taken a team that's not as good as them, but mm-hmm. Oklahoma is a top 25 team. It has been yeah, for yeah. months now. Top 10 uh, at one point, I think. Yeah. Oh, gross. It's gross, but they were there. And Baylor kicked the crap out of them. Like mm-hmm. this is their first 20 point lead they've had in conference play. Um, and Oh, you went on a couple of short runs, six straight or eight straight. And where in other games that would leave it as a two point game, it brought it to like a 10 or 12 point game. And Baylor just kept them there. And you didn't even get great production from your best players in this game last night. And so this was the first time I was like, no real like fluke or excuse on the other end. Baylor just took a team that wasn't as good as them and put them in their place like pretty soundly in this game last night. Um, so I'm I'm like all the way back. Question. We are so back. <laughs> Question from the front row here. Yeah. Uh, is this the most complete game that Baylor has played, at least in Big 12 play? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we thought we were trending that way in the Iowa State game. Um, it was the most 
the, it was the most impressive first half they had played. Uh, and then the refs got in the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've seen it in spurts, but it was always, oh yeah, but you know, Iowa State or UCF or whomever mm-hmm. or Cincinnati was way better these next eight minutes or you hit one field goal in eight minutes against Texas. So you had seen the spurts there. This, you saw it for a whole game. Like again, the OU didn't really threaten them um, after the first 10 or 12 minutes of the game. They were hit a, hit a lot of threes in the first half. They shot, I think, 59% from the floor in the first half and then just didn't Look back. This is the best they have looked all year, Drake. I know you've been following along. This is the best they've looked. That's what I mean. 55%, 52% from three. Uh, you go 11 That's for 21. Good, That's I, really I, good. And I think it's a sweet spot. If Baylor makes 11 threes every game, they're going to be tough to beat. If you get double yeah. digits for a Baylor, if you're a BYU, you might not be guaranteed a win. For Baylor, you, it's a question in the front row here. Yes. No, I, I, I was going to let you finish that point, but just wanted to put out oh, there. Yeah. Like there was a time not that long ago where if I asked you, who is Baylor's worst starter? Who would you tell mm-hmm. me? Uh, who? Like beginning of the conference schedule. I mean, can I say Jaden Nunn? You can say Jaden Nunn because I think that's what a lot of people would have said. I, I would have said that. Um, last night, Drake. He had 27 points on eight of 12 shooting six of nine from three, three rebounds, uh, three steals and yeah. zero turnovers. So after 21 turnovers, Which that part shocking, by the way, yes, after 21 turnovers against Kansas, he and Ray J Dennis combined for one turnover in this mm-hmm. game against OU. Like that's, that's, there's so many things that has changed this Baylor fortune in the last four or five games here. Yeah. But that is the one to me that like Jaden Hunt, who was like killing you at times early in the conference schedule. He just, he, he just wasn't getting it right. He has gotten it right. And he's not going to give you 27 every night, but the fact that he is capable of that. Yeah. Look out. And also, which he has done all season played great defense. Baylor, Baylor shoots. fans, I don't know if they, they really appreciate the defense because the only time we, or not the only time, but we have seen Davion Mitchell and it was like so in your face, good defense that any casual observer could realize how great the defense was. And now we're starting to realize it with Jaden Nunn too. The, the 55% and shooting. I love Jaden Nunn. 8% better than Oklahoma with six more shots than Oklahoma and only turning the ball over five times as a team, leading the points off turnover 22 to six. I mean, again, this is as dominant as it gets 10 to two in fast break points. You slowed Oklahoma down. You slowed them down wholly uh, to where they were so uncomfortable. They put up 62 points, five turnovers th- for the game, five, five whole team, 21, man. Jaden Nunn can usually do that by himself or Rachel. Yes. Easy. Uh, my question is, though, even when he's playing I, somewhat well, like, I go yeah. back. I think the worst taste that I've had in my mouth in conference play for Baylor uh, and this may not even be their worst game, but it's it's TCU. That's the game I circle and yeah. go, oh, I can't get it out of my brain just to think another Horn Frog victory in Waco and it uh, my Horn Frogs going to Waco and getting it done. Naturally going back home to Waco. Yep. Try, try to convince me that that was the outlier here. What? Why will those games not show up again? 
Well, it's a good question. And I, I don't know that I would have called it an outlier at the time. It was a tough uh-huh. loss, but we have, we had seen them lose close games. We, we saw, you know, the yeah, turnover Kansas State bug and Texas, them in that the game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. The, the, the turnover bug had bit them in that game big time. They, they, they didn't have good end of the clock possessions, which they have somehow improved fastly the last couple of games. Um, and, and so it was more of like, it wasn't an outlier at the time, but I can look at that now because uh, a, the the end of the clock possessions are much better. And I know that's only a, a short portion of the game, but it's absolutely been huge for them. And B, because the defense has steadily gotten better since then to the point that I don't know that they're going to go back to that. That they they had that game in control with 10 or eight minutes left against TCU and the frogs just kept coming down and just like backing them down for layups. Like it wasn't like they really got hot from three or, or even that Baylor went totally stagnant. In fact, we were keeping a track, keeping track of that. They were scoring, but TCU was getting just great looks at the basket every time down and it continued into overtime. Right now, you're not getting that. This is back-to-back games. They've held ranked teams under 65 points, um, and they really probably could have done that against Tech last week as well, but they kind of let the foot off the gas toward the end of the game. And they have shown dominance in the conference schedule in the zone and in man-to-man and switching that throughout the game, which again, they did last night, that this defense ain't going to be as good as Houston or Iowa State, but it's not going to be that far off. It's it's really not when it when it's all said and done. They have trended towards that direction, and it's not. I just don't think that's something that's that's going to go away from from this team. So that's why I think when you look back at that TCU game, it's an anomaly because they won't play that poor defensively. I don't think. If a team loses a basketball game by twelve, is that a blowout? <sighs> blowout seems tough. I, it, I usually think Drake anything inside of ten. It feels like you had a chance at some point. So I, I don't know if it's a blowout, but that's what, what about three? And, and, hey, I mean, 12 is a blowout in, in the Big 12. I'll say that. What, this what year, if you lose one by three? That's close. Tight game. Baylor has lost four Big 12 games by a total yeah. of 12 points. Yeah. That is... That's good. That's that's good. good. And when you get to March, you can't say, oh... Fair, they, they've, won a couple, they've won a couple close ones, too. Uh, Cincinnati... An inferior team they Which won't the, in this so, conference is, but but you know. yes, four, four by my twelve points, and when you're basically one game out of first place, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, with West Virginia coming up too, which is very winnable because those BYU Houston games so. at TCU and Kansas at home. And yeah, there's BYU something on the road tough. is scary, man. It's got to get tough. And um, this is a locked on Baylor crossover with locks on Dose Grande.